Ahoy there, matey. Welcome aboard the world of boating. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. You're going to need a bigger boat. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. I was just looking in to buy a boat of my own. Call World of Boating toll-free now at 1-888-28-BOAT. That's 1-888-828-BOAT. And welcome, this is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick Barry, the boat around and at the crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information. And uh, I guess have a couple leftover stories from Hurricane Ian. And they're still piling up, so we're going to wade through at least a couple uh, here on today's big show. The first one entails a couple in Fort Myers yeah. that was on a boat. They decided um, to ride the storm out on their uh, on their boat, and it didn't turn yeah. out too well, did it? Now, mo- most people who, as these news news stories have come in, uh, that had that made the decision to, we're going to stay on our boat. We're going to ride out the storm on our boat. Mm. Okay, let these these stories serve as a reminder to not do that. Right. If you're going to stay on your boat, get the hell out of the storm's path. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, start heading for, I don't know, Cancun. Uh, right. <laughs> sounds pretty good. Uh, so, yeah, don't do not do that. Or if you're going to do it, move it inland, you know, up a river, find a safe harborage. We had talked about that prior to uh, Ian making landfall. Because there's some things that happen there, which is most importantly is the authorities are not going to come out and rescue you during a Category 4 hurricane as it's sweeping your boat towards the shoreline, a jetty, uh, capsizes your boat, whatever it is, you're, you're on your own, and that's not, a, it's not a good decision. And Bob and Charlene Johnson, who have been living on their 35-foot cabin cruiser in Fort Myers Beach since 1998, they say they've been through multiple hurricanes, um, Charlie and Irma, most notably, but they agree this one was got different. Us. Yeah, uh, was totally it was, different. It was. Charlene says it was a rough one. It was a lot windier and worse than we expected it to be. And their boat broke free from its mooring, and uh, they got a free ride from the marina to the mangroves in a very short amount of time. And they did wind up needing to be rescued. Uh, by the Coast Guard. Uh, the Coast Guard sent a helicopter uh, out to uh, lift them from their boat. Um, and uh, Bob said, hey, Charlene always wanted a helicopter ride. Hmm. Uh, but Charlene said, Bob, he's afraid of heights. Which, <laughs> I don't think he got too much of a choice. But, guess what they bought along with them as they got lifted up into well, their the, uh, their personal belongings, whatever they could grab. Oh no, 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 no. That would be that would make too much. You forget, Greg. What pictures, Florida, photos, Florida. videos? Nope, Florida. No. You got to think Florida. Yeah, you think, could have been think, a pet iguana. Ah, Barry, you're getting warmer. <laughs> you're getting warmer. Yeah, they took in a pillowcase. Uh, their 35 year old python. Oh, oh, they had a pet python. <laughs> they did. Uh-huh. Because you've got to save those things that are important. Hey, well, and guess, they, they probably just didn't want to release it into the wild. 
like everyone else. Everybody else. In the I know that's what you're going to say. <laughs> I can't. It's already been, the damage has already been done in that regard. So they I mean, we're, we're the only state now that has a state sanctioned Python hunt. Mm, interesting. <laughs> so, so they had a Python with them. They did. That, so when can you they imagine got being the Coast Guard airman, out. you know, that, you know, you're, you're, the basket's coming up. You got the rescue swimmer that probably went down with the basket mm-hmm. and probably not saying what's in the pillowcase, probably just thinking that, oh, leave the pillowcase down there. We don't want the pillowcase. No, I got to bring the pillowcase. <laughs> you know, and then they, they get family. up to the helicopter, the basket gets swung in and the pillowcase starts moving. Moving. Exactly. <laughs> wow. And they go, what's in there? <laughs> so, did the that, Coast Guard take the python? Do we they know? Well, they can't release it. They're they they they, they, the they the, 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 python, the python stayed with uh, Bob and Charlene. Wow! Um, throughout the course of their trip to where they they landed, but good news is they did uh, bring their thirty five year old ball python tig t y g e mm. um, with them uh, because again. You know, insurance papers, IDs, money, wallets, you know, personal photo out. That stuff's not important. Get the python. Save the python. Well, you know, maybe the python wasn't going <laughs> to let go. Well, you sure wasn't wrapped around one of them? <laughs> it, was it was in a pillowcase. It was in a pillowcase? It was in a pillowcase. They should have just so, wear it. They should have just wore like a necklace like they well, do that, that walking been, down the streets of Key West or something. That would have been truly, truly Florida. the quintessential yes. Florida picture well would have been they probably would have been them rescued quicker because they're like, oh my god he's been eaten he's being eaten by a python get it get the get the uh chair down to him you know but uh, uh, i think i think patrick was saying it would have been the perfect picture in the basket with the python wrapped around him yeah in the coast guard helicopter yeah right. as the hurricane has passed through and here's this couple and bob has got the python wrapped not around just his neck or draped around his neck but both of their necks. Right. So the moral of the story is, um, you know, don't ride the hurricane out on your boat. And God forbid, don't have a pet snake on your boat. What the no, hell are you thinking? The, the moral of the story is you didn't let me get to it. Uh, because in their haste, I guess, to be rescued, you know, again, clothes on their back, get the python. Snake what in a sack. For, what else did we forget? Did we forget anything else? No, I think that's it. Are you sure? Yeah. And you get up in the helicopter. It's like, damn, we don't have any shoes because <laughs> that's Florida. They didn't have oh, any yeah. shoes. Flip flops. That's all we wear. Nothing. Not even a pair of Crocs. Wow. No, nothing. No. Ju- mm-hmm. ju- just the python and the clothes on their back. And they were not the only ones uh, that made the poor decision to ride out the storm in their vessel. And it's in a totally a serious note is when these storms come up, the authorities are not coming to get you. It's the same if they tell you to give you the order to evacuate your house and the floodwaters come in or the, the wind damage is such that it's blowing homes completely, you know, off of their foundations. They're not coming to get you. They're not putting themselves at risk of death to come and get you because you made a very poor decision to stay on board your vessel or in your home or at your place of business because you thought that was the right thing to do. And this hurricane, as we continue to assess the billions of dollars of damage over the next weeks, months, 
Uh, I mean, there's part of the Sanibel Causeway got taken out. You know, I, I can't even remember how many times I've driven back and forth on that causeway. There's people out on Sanibel and Captiva that, guess what? The only way you're getting to and from those areas right now is by boat. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that's one hurricane left over. Let's move on to the uh, last one. What do we got, Patrick? All right, well, this was a story that Barry had uh, actually made me aware of, and uh, it posted on the World of Boating Facebook page and worldofboating.com simultaneously, so make sure you're checking us out for all the latest boating industry, boating weird story news that's out there. You'll find it. And this one had a Miami-Dade police boat got stuck in the mangroves. Now, this was prior to Ian hitting. We just weren't able to get to the story because of the interruption with Greg not having his own personal satellite in place yet. So. You, when I say a boat stuck in the mangroves, the picture does not do it justice because you're probably thinking, oh, a boat stuck in the mangroves, it probably ran bow first, ran shallow, got out of the channel, something mm-hmm. like that. Sure. No. <laughs> does this no. involve a python? No. Okay, good. Possibly, maybe, but no. The boat, you see it from about a midship forward, extending out over the water with the stern of the boat on land. Barry, what do you know about what happened with this? I I don't know exactly what happened, but I know the area because it's next to Boca Chita Key, and there's a lot of shallows there. You cannot run in between some of these islands without hitting the coral. Oh, wait, it wasn't the coral. It was a gator. It was hitting you. It's a boat ramp. Jenison right up there on the mangroves. That's my guess. Maybe that's it. Maybe it's not. We'll find out next. Here on the World of Boating. Stay close. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Posting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers listen up from their high-impact NK resin to their exclusive power claw latches, Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Even Keatley wasn't ready for me or anything that followed. Chased by a police department, led by his ex-girlfriend, and hunted by brain-fork-wielding Fijian assassins, it's everything he can do to keep from getting locked up, killed, or worse. Kava Screw is available as an ebook for $2.99 at Amazon.com. 
Tava screw. Put a brain fork in him. He's done. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast looks like one ship was saved today a relationship This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick Barry, the boat around and out the crew. All right, so this uh, this boat ends up in the mangroves, ass out of the uh, water. Uh, I think he might have hit a hit a gator. Maybe it was a python. Jettisoned the boat up out of the air, got air, and just ended up landed on top of the mangroves. Now, was this Captain Rusty? First off, Barry, we, we no, don't. It, it, it wasn't him. I, Okay. I think it was someone um, trying to relive the live and let die boat scene where you see the boats coming up over the roads. Oh, yeah. That'd be cool. Sure. Yeah, that would have been cool. No, they were um, how they expected it to. Yeah. They they were going through an area called Lewis Cut, which is between Boca Chita Key, which I've I've done some boat camping on, and Sands Key. But it's very shallow there. I mean, there are, there are, coral reefs all around that area if you don't go slow something's going to go wrong mm-hmm. and i got a feeling they're going to find that these people i don't know maybe they, they were hit uh, something on the phone they hit something they kicked them up you know? in the air and and next they didn't thing you find know. any dead manatees so we know it's not that uh, yeah one nature speed bump well send your guess, hate mail guess to who's patrick not at World behind the helm yeah <laughs> that's right <laughs> not anytime soon Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's a hard one to live down. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and well, plus, hey, look at uh, Hurricane Ian. They can say, "Oh, yeah, the hurricane did it." Yeah. yeah this was before. <laughs> oh, I know. That's what yeah. I'm saying. But if it's yeah. it's still there, they were though, being right? proactive. <laughs> the only thing that would save them is if it if it was found to be a mechanical failure of some kind, with the steering uh, caused the boat to uh, go off uncontrollably and uh, actually transverse this island. Um, and to where you know what here's the thing barry 15 more feet mm-hmm. they would have made it nobody yeah. would have heard a word about it yeah that's right he would have cleared everything <laughs> <laughs> he needed more horsepower bigger engines there yeah. you go all right but you well know, you know some place where bigger engines aren't going to help where's where? that uh that's gonna be off the east coast of the united states all right um because Boat owners, uh, mainly uh, boat operators, you know, charter boat captains, things like that, they are losing their ever-loving minds right now over a proposal, just the proposal at this point, to uh, increase the speed limits to protect the endangered right whales. Wait, increase or decrease? Decrease. Well, they're they're going to lower the speed limit. Right. Okay, okay. I said it the right way, but just backwards. Well, okay. Sure. <laughs> For I blame it on Hurricane listening Ian. Audience. Wait, wait. That yeah. happens to Florida all the time. Have you been down the intercoastal lately? What? There's, I mean, right, there's right whales in the intercoastal? Yeah, I, no, what are you talking about? Maybe that's no, what those you, guys jettisoned that boat on. They hit a right that's whale. That's right. The intercoastal is a slow speed zone 
all the way down Florida. If you start off as a teenager, you'll be an adult by the time you get to the bottom end of it. Hmm. Actually, if you get stuck behind a sailboat, you will die, be reincarnated, <laughs> come back to life, die again, be reincarnated right. again, and maybe <laughs> you'll make it to the end. You'll make it to the end. Hmm. Um, but here's the thing: uh, right whales are endangered, and I believe there, there's there's only about 100 um, of these uh, female right whales, you know, left. So it's very important that they are protected. And what NOAA, National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, they are taking public comments about a proposed speed limit. Now, currently, boats more than 65 feet long have to slow to 10 knots, with about 11 miles per hour, during the whale's winter calving season. The proposal Calving or calving? Okay. <laughs> some calving. say tomato, some say tomato. Right. Where is this exactly, again, off the East Coast? I mean, like, how far off pretty, the shore? Pretty, 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 okay, well, I'm getting to that. Okay. So the proposal would apply the speed limit to boats more than 35 feet long now. Okay, so again, we're from 65 feet long. It would now apply to boats 35 feet long uh, or larger uh, for them to uh, drop their speed limit. And these charter boat captains are saying, hey, you know, a, a trip out to the snapper banks, which is about 50 miles offshore, that normally takes two hours, will now take four hours. Wow. Well, you know, with two hours of fishing, that would make a 10-hour day, and that's not going to go over very well. You look, allow us, those of us who live in Florida, to introduce you to the West Indian manatee. <laughs> um, as Greg would say, and I don't think I've ever quoted Greg on this, yeah. but suck it, losers. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to go with nature speed bumps. No. No. That's, no. That's okay. No. no. All right. So, so so the right whale is causing them to, uh, sl- they want them to slow down. Uh, yeah. Dur- during, but it's when, 50 when, miles offshore. That's it. That is a bit, uh, that's a well, long it, swath of area there. Yeah. I don't think it's quite that 50 mile uh, limit, but. There's going to be an area offshore, whatever it currently is, is going to remain in effect. It's just going to now apply to boats 35 feet. You know, so they want to make sure because, again, there's less than 100 reproductive active female right whales. Um, no right males now. or one male to every hundred. Uh, who knows? But, but you okay. know, the thing is, we, we what we wouldn't it be better to just figure out where the heck they are so they could avoid them as opposed to just, well, uh, we, we know where the manatees are, but we can't avoid them. We have to do what? Well, wait, we but have- a right whale is like 40 feet long. That's much bigger than a manatee. It's bigger. Than not most by boats. much, not by much. <laughs> no, it's if a lot you listen bigger. to the save the manatee folk, not by <laughs> much. And the fact of the matter is manatees, because they're slow to move like right whales are as well. You have to slow down. It's a minimum speed, no wake, in order to give the manatees a chance to move out of the way of an oncoming boat. Same thing for the right whales, uh, for them to do that. And one of these charter boat operators, I'm not going to say your name, because it's it's they're really losing their minds. Her quote is, it would literally stop offshore fishing. 
trying to close down the ocean, question mark, of all the other things we're having to deal with. Now this. Listen, you have to protect the ecosystem. We have to be aware of those animals, mammals, what have you, that are out there. We need to do everything we can to protect them, to maintain the balance of the ecosystem. This is why we don't overfish for sharks, because sharks have a purpose, a very important purpose out in the ocean. You have to maintain this balance, and one of the ways that we're doing this is we're not saying you can't go. We're saying drop your speed if you're in a vessel 35 feet and up. That's and all. Is it, is it year-round, or is, it, uh, is there a time? The season is mid-November and runs through mid-April. So either avoid boating at that time of year or slow down. If there's only 100 of them, maybe they just put trackers on them and... We can they, avoid them that they, way. Noah monitors them. They they are aware of when the young right whales are born. They name them. They, right, they but they should know where them. they are. They can get the boaters away from them. That's one solution maybe, too. More coming up on the World of Boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Traffic sucks, unless you're scuba diving with Mike Scott. Mike glanced down at his dive computer. It showed less than 50 PSI left in his tank. Probably just a few more breaths. Or riding shotgun in a thrilling car chase. One bullet hit the Jeep's windshield, spiderwebbing the passenger side. Mike shifted into second gear and felt the Jeep leap forward. This just got serious. Escape your commute with audiobooks from author Eric Douglas. Download to your phone. Go to booksbyeric.com or audible.com. Do you have a message or product you need to share with the boating world? Well, look no further than the World of Boating Radio Show. Just like you, thousands of boating enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to worldofboating.com, send us an email, and let's get to work to make your marketing message matter. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast you own a boat yeah and most people that live in new york city don't own boats that's true yeah but you have a boat and you go out boating yeah i take i take it out and go out on the river yeah and there's big ferries and stuff and i go next to them and they honk at me and the guy flips me off and they yeah come on the fluke on me grandfather and me around nassau town we did well drinking all night grab a brew got into a fight thank you sir man well, it feels so broke up. I wanna go up. That's really what you're gonna do for the rest of your life. So, See how the major set. Come for the captain of shore. Let me go home. Let me go home. I wanna go home. Yeah, yeah. I feel so broke up. I wanna go home. I wanna go home. I wanna go home. 
This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick Barry, the boat around and out the crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information. Elon Musk in the news when it comes to boating. How's yeah. this, how's this uh, happening, Patrick? Uh, Elon Musk recently made comment, comments about the uh, Tesla Cybertruck. Right. Uh, you know, the truck that he unveiled that has yet to go into production. Uh, I don't think they've built the first production model yet. Um, and he said it has an expected capability to briefly serve as a boat. Really? Yeah. Well, that's kind of cool. No. Why? No, because <laughs> that has prompted the first state agency, the Washington State Department of Natural Resources, to issue a serious warning to any EV fans who see themselves as would-be seafarers. Oh, no. Don't use all-electric pickup <laughs> truck as a boat. Yeah. Don't do it. Well, people have done this many times before with their monster trucks. There's a bunch of YouTube videos of people who've those used Those are gas-powered vehicles. He, uh, it, yeah, but still, but they, they put them out on because those big old tires... Uh, they float the uh, truck, and they, they've they've taken them out on the water. I've seen what, that what, many what times. What part of this story did you not understand? Well, no, I'm just saying. <laughs> so, what's the problem? I mean, why if they do okay. that with their big old truck with the inflatable tires, why couldn't the cyber truck uh, do the same? You're thing? saying because it would float above the water, it would be safe. All right, here's I didn't what, say it was here's... safe. I'm just saying it can be done. <laughs> I don't think Elon he... Musk said it was safe, did he? he oh just... no. No, no. Here's what he tweeted. Okay. Because you know, you know, Elon, he he loves the tweet. Mm-hmm. Cybertruck will be waterproof enough, not totally waterproof, waterproof enough to float to serve briefly as a boat. I got news for you. So does a 1968 Volkswagen Beetle. Mm. <laughs> okay. Yeah, they it, float pretty good. It can float pretty good too, and it's an air-cooled engine. You know, I mean, it's uh, the thing will keep going. Well, yeah, but the cyber truck is supposedly sealed up, so that's what he's talking about. No, it does that, have he, a basin no. to it because uh, uh, of the way they are designed. That's not what he's saying. I, let me say this again: cyber truck will be waterproof enough, not totally waterproof, waterproof enough to serve briefly as a boat. Now, everybody has their own definition of briefly. Right. For Greg, it's, you know, eight hours. For well, me, I don't know. What is he saying? What is, what is briefly uh, uh, it means so, for briefly, him, for Elon so, Musk? So it can cross rivers, okay. lakes, and even seas that aren't too choppy. Oh, second, no. second tweet. <laughs> second tweet as a follow-up. Yeah. Needs, not can, needs be able to get from Starbase to South Padre Island, which requires crossing the channel. Oh, okay. <sighs> okay. So what, what's the problem with that? I mean, if, if you know, we had that James Bond car years ago that, uh, what, what was Wait it, BMW Wait, came? Hello, movie. No, it was a the, movie, Greg. No, there's a boat car. It's a boat that, car. It's the a, Lotus. It converts. The one that turned into yes. a submarine. No, yes. no. The one that actually was like a James Bond type of uh, a vehicle. The Lotus. The one that turned into a submarine. No, it was incorrect. In it, was not the, it was not the He's one in the movie. He's talking about the one where they were in Britain and then all yeah. of a sudden it, it and they were used, Yeah, it yeah. turns into a, into a, a, a boat to cross boat. the yeah. channel. That's what but they designed the, it for. Yeah. Listen, listen. If, if you want to spend, I don't know, whatever ungodly amount of money on a cyber truck, 
and your intention is to, Elon says, <laughs> cross the channel, <laughs> that we can cross the channel from Starbase to South Padre Island as long as it's not too choppy. <laughs> um, don't just don't, don't just don't do it. And I, I know people are going to do this. Don't don't do it. Just don't. Well, I, I mean, Why would you do that? Because Why? you can. No. Yes. No. <laughs> if he, if he no. says you can do it, uh, why not? You might now, have wait, the you're need. You're only talking about the tractor, right? Because it's a tractor and a trailer. So no, you're we, saying that the tractor is waterproof. I don't know what you're talking about, Barry. The Cybertruck is like not, a, just a truck. Cybertruck is a tractor? No, this is, no, it this is, is the pickup truck. This oh, is the cyber. oh the, okay, okay. This, this it's is the one that looks, that looks like, uh, like something out of Space Jetsons. 1999. Yeah, okay. or Robocop right. or something. All right. Yeah. I was mixed up with that. Sorry. I think it's cool if, it, if it'll float to a certain extent and they could crash, uh, you know, uh, cross channels or, L- listen, you know, every you little afford, bit helps. If you can afford a cyber truck, you can afford a boat. Yeah, but if, if you, you can, can afford, afford a, a cyber truck and a boat and just get a cyber truck, hey, it's a win win. No, it's not. Don't be that guy. Because you know it's not going to be any, it's not going to be a lady that does this because they've got too much damn common sense. It's going to be some, some nut job who's got money to burn that goes, I'm going to be the first one to use the Cybertruck as a boat. And I'm going to have it, I'm going to tweet it to Elon Musk and he's going to make me famous. And I'm going to be on all the, 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 the Twitters and the TikToks and all that stuff. Okay. And I'll have, Nine million dedicated viewers watching me drive my hundred and fifty thousand dollar electric pickup truck into the water and out the other side in salt water, where nothing will ever fail ever in the future. Because Elon Musk has built this not to be totally waterproof, but waterproof enough to where it can briefly make this crossing and nothing will corrode. Wrong, wrong. Wrong, 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 wrong. But Don't Patrick do doesn't know. He's never seen it. Barry, what do you think? <sighs> I, I had a thought of how you could do this, and what you would ha- need to do is build a barge with rollers on the back. Oh, okay, so take truck the truck and take it the, onto a barge and then the cross. Okay, and then no, then sense. you would take the wheels are in the rollers, and you start your truck, and it turns the rollers. Bar- Barry, Barry, yeah. I huh? I saw I saw a picture this week. Yeah, of a boat. On the St. John's, okay, and it is two pontoons, a wood deck, and an MG. Oh, really? Yes. Mounted. The MG is actually affixed, tires and all, to the deck of this pontoon boat. There you go. And why anybody would do I figured, well, maybe the guy lives on an island, and this is like his own personal ferry. No. No. Somebody, instead of going out and spending their money on an actual pontoon boat, decided to spend twice as much money in building this ridiculous contraption so that they can be the guy out on the St. John's in an MG on top of pontoon boats, waving at everybody and having his picture taken so that he's on the TikToks and the YouTubes and all that other nonsense. I'll tell you I, what, I, I, Patrick is so hip to social media, it is insane. Fox. Wow. I, Thank God have we have him on, to keep us young. I have worked <laughs> on those MGs. There's only four fuses in the whole car. There's no electrical system to worry about. Oh, so it gets the seal of approval from Captain there Barry. There you go. All right. So Barry, he might be in the market for Wait, which, which one was the one MG? that had all the electrical problems? Was it the MGB? 
or the Triumph Spitfire. All they all they all had electrical problems because okay. Four fuses, but I mean, you know, no wire. There's nothing to them. It's There's mostly nothing to them. Just a bunch of electricity and water. What could go wrong? More coming up on the world of boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast you can't have five people or ten people uh, in a boat. So if it is a family of four or five, like husband, wife, and kids, they're going to have to pick two of them at a time. They to would, go on yeah. The boat. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hey, Grace Ball, where did you get the right to tell me how many people can come on my boat? Nobody asked that question. Whoa, really? There's right now. It's on the boat or on the dock. Nobody said anything. Sweetly sailing, darling. This is the world of boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Barry the boater, rounding out the crew. All right, so you can take an MG engine or or car, put it on a on a raft with some uh, uh, pontoons, and you got a boat. Probably not the best way to to traverse from driving a car to a boat. But we got a story where someone or a couple, I guess may be doing it correctly is that right patrick yeah it's not often that i come across a story where people have decided to fully embrace the boating lifestyle and they go about it the right way unfortunately we have those stories where people hey wouldn't it be a great idea to go live on a boat we can travel the world and yeah let's get that 40 foot sailboat and you know how to sail right Nope, we'll figure it out. And we'll no. film it, put it up on YouTube, watch everybody, YouTube watch us fail. Uh, yep. <laughs> I, I remember that one couple, they didn't even make it out of Stump Pass on the west coast of Florida before they ran aground. Mm. Um, <laughs> just just, just sad, sad, sad. Hey, remember, but, Miami Dade police do that, too. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Say but so. there, there, there is, there is a uh, husband and wife couple, uh, Samantha Koo, K-H-O-O, and uh, her husband, Renee Sullivan. And they, a few years ago, uh, right about the COVID era, the beginning of, they were going to do some traveling and stuff and, of course, kind of put the kibosh on that. So they went to the RV lifestyle, and they did that for a couple years. And now they've decided that, you know, we're going to go into the boating end of things. And they got themselves a sailboat. Uh Uh-huh. So they downsized to an RV and did that for a while, and now they've transitioned over to a sailboat correct hmm. um so they got a uh second-hand uh full-size sailboat for fifteen thousand dollars not okay. a bad deal not at all that's but, pretty good crash course into uh sailing living in an rv you you got to learn very similar systems don't you well and that's the thing what, what he's doing and this guy's an ex-military uh officer so they're taking their time to learn about boating, about sailing. They're learning how to fix their boat. They're learning how to work on the engine if they need to be on engine power. 
you know, how to do basic maintenance and how to do repairs and they're doing the whole YouTube university thing, plus talking to other boaters that are in this lifestyle and learning from their mistakes before they go and uh, take this on themselves. They are being so cautious that they've had the boat for three months. They're uh, anchored in Talliger Harbor. They haven't taken the boat out of the harbor yet. Hmm. They they are and it's so I was I was so happy to read this story because I was expecting you know something that was going to be totally the opposite a terrible how they bought this and you know they found I was a boat of trouble and they sank the boat you know all this other nonsense and it just goes to reinforce when we have had some guests on that embrace this lifestyle we had that couple that were currently down in mexico i believe on the west coast right that uh greg you you absolutely fell in love with you know talking with them to where normally you kick them off the air after four minutes um you had them on i think for the whole show well they're but, living the dream who doesn't want yeah, to do that but but not just living the dream the understanding what goes into it and mm-hmm. taking the time to learn not only about their vessel uh the right way to boat boating safety, boat navigation. And when it comes to sailing, I've said it often enough on air, I greatly admire people who sail because it's a lot of work. Um, you well, it's really, a skill uh, to it, sail, to navigate and all that well, kind of it's, stuff. It, a it's a skill to run a powerboat yeah. if, you're, if you're doing it the right way and not just one of these turn-the-key type of people and hit the throttle and go. But in RV, uh, uh, a lot of the systems in, uh, in RVs are similar to sailboats because you have to have good general uh, generator maintenance and, and uh, issues running generators and things like that in an RV, similar to how you would on a sailboat, right? Well, you're talking you're talking more about the fixtures that you would have on an RV versus a sailboat, or generally yeah, the same they're similar as systems. As far as the the bathrooms and the generators yep. and the electrical systems and all that, but there is so much more when you're sailing. You have to learn the ocean. You have to learn the weather. You with with a motorboat, you can just plow through it, but with a sailboat, you have to become Zen, one with the ocean. Well, yeah, you have to realize that. Hey, I want to get from point A to point B. Wow, I got a zigzag. Got a tack. Yeah, or, or, or you have to look and say, what is the weather going to be like if I want to go around the uh, the south end of South America uh, into the Pacific? What time of year do I want to do that? So December. Time- yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, if you want to have a sporty ride, yeah, then you do that. You know. Uh, but they they are doing it the right way, and they even have a YouTube channel. Uh, where what they are, are document, <laughs> yeah, ten ten to one. Um, <laughs> where they are documenting their adventures. It's called twenty four hour. That's numeral two and four. Yeah. Twenty four hour travelers, where they document their adventure adventures and they interview other travelers, and that's how they're they're learning is, is by talking with other people, learning about what to do. More importantly, in learning what to do, what not to do. Um, especially when it comes to sailing, because it is a skill. It's an art. It's 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 when you when you have a a team, a husband and wife, or a a crew on some of these larger uh, vessels. You know, two, three, four mast vessels, and especially on the racing boats. You know, it's it's a it's a it's a ballet. 
you know, on the water as everybody is moving as one, but yet independently, you know, sails up, sails down, attacking, you know, everything like that. It's just at times a thing of beauty watching them on the water. And it's one thing, you know, to, to, to have your, 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 uh, mainsail up and just kind of, Hey, we're just kind of coasting along and taking it easy. And then in those times when you're out and the weather changes and knowing what to do to where you don't wind up in a very bad situation, but learning their vessel, learning how to repair it, learning what makes it go, learning the systems, learning the do's and don'ts. This is what every boater, whether it's a powerboat, sailboat, what have you, should be doing. And it's one of the things that used to drive one of the people that I worked with crazy because when I was running his consignment lot, I would spend probably an hour easy with a customer on the dock talking about the boat before we even got into the boat. That's good. Well, depends because it's like, you could have sold five boats by now. Why are you taking all this time? (laughs) Right. Because I want them to understand before I even get you into the boat and start showing you how to operate the boat, is this the boat you want? Uh Right. Yeah. All right. Well, RV to boat, good uh, transition. Boat to RV, that would work too, I guess, for you as well. You'd probably be way ahead of the curve. Or cyber truck to boat. Well, there's that. And then document the whole thing on YouTube. My only advice is if you want to make any money from it, you better wear as little clothing as possible. All those YouTube (laughs) channels with the sailing couples, God Uh bless you. You learn a ton of stuff, but... They're usually not wearing much clothes. I think that's that's the bait that brings them in. And then, oh, wait, they're actually, I can learn from this. So, Greg, you need to take your shirt off when you do the show? Uh, if you want to repel everyone from uh, viewing <laughs> the world of boating on uh, Facebook Live, Twitch, and YouTube, uh, I, I can leave it up to Barrett now that I'd be make it even worse, I think. I don't, <laughs> we're going to have to recruit some talent to... Uh, get the viewership up on our channel anyway on that disturbing note we're going to wrap it up till next time remember whether it is sail or motor life life is better better safe boating everyone World of Boating is brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Any of this getting through to you, son? World of Boating is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Computer standing by. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at (gasps) worldofboating.com. Computers can do that? So tell a friend and come aboard every week for the World of Boating. This is so great. I can't wait. I'm getting goosebumps. Feel me. Feel me. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. TTFN, ta-ta for now. The opinions you just heard on the world of boating are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. What are you being such a weenie for? While on the water, your safety and the safety of many others depends on you. So boat smart and operate your vessel only after receiving the proper training and instruction for your area. There is a fine line between genius and madness. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at worldofboating.com.